place we don't get to come down a whole lot. And now we know why. <laughs> you know? We turn this off. You're uh <clears throat> what's up guys? Patty's first. Hey, great hey, news. Oh, awesome dude. Jim, yeah. dude. That's praise hallelujah. That's a double praise hallelujah. I second the motion. Connie second. I think I saw Sarah on there too. What's up, Connie? What's up? Who else is on there? Sarah, I see some little things up there. Yeah, that's, that's a double yay. Hey, Sarah, I see a double yay. Debbie's on there, I'm assuming, with Suzanne. Kathy's on there. All kinds of good stuff going already, Barry. I think, you know what? I think, hey, Brett, I think Lynn's on here, but I never can tell where her thing is because I think she's under a Misfits thing. What's up, Brett? There's Debbie. Good to see you. Uh. We're up to 10 pretty quick today, Barry. Wow, they funny. must know that we're hungry because we haven't had a chance to eat yet. <laughs> and that's on there. That's that's Lynch. He says, hi, baby. Baby's me, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm baby. Rich and me is there. Rich rich and me. Rich and Annette, ah. I should say. Um. So we haven't been able to do this. Grandma Judy's there sending love. So we haven't able, we weren't able to do this last week, right? Yeah. Because we were working on a job, we had a lot to do, and we we just couldn't do it. And I think a couple of weeks ago, even uh, the weather, the weather, yeah. we weren't where we needed to be. Uh, I don't think we went to work that day. One of the ice states. But anyway, yeah. we're here today, and we're glad that you're with us. Um, and Barry, don't look now, but guess what's just around the corner? It's seasonal, spring, spring, and with <laughs> spring comes golf. <laughs> my sister debbie is watching hey debbie wow we got all the all the uh tacos around there but um spring is around the corner uh i kind of rediscovered my i'm not going to say love of golf but i really rediscovered my like of golf this past summer and i think sport is so cool because there's so many life lessons in sport uh hey candy it could be football it could be my favorite hockey uh, but my new favorite, because my body uh, seems to respond a lot better to golfing now than hockey. Yeah, right? you, don't, you don't get banged around as I much. I don't get banged sure. around as much. Although there are a few times I wanted to body chat my, my golf partner, Rob, a few <laughs> times. But, um, you know, back when we started golfing, we go into Sam's at the time, probably 30 years ago, Barry. You're getting old. Yeah. And we bought this set of golf clubs, and they were Dunlop clubs, and I think at the time they cost us about 300 bucks, maybe 350 yeah, which at the time was a chunk of change for it. It's still a chunk of change. Oh, yeah. they were this, and they were that, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And we started golfing probably around 1990, maybe 91, 92, something. So th over 30 years. So uh, it was funny. We're out on the golf course, and of course, hey, Cammy, of course, Barry shoots a pretty mean game of golf. Me, not so much. I have worked on it. I think I came a long way uh, this summer with my brother, Rob, you know, right. being out there. And we would golf every other week. But early on in our career, I remember looking at my my golf clubs. And we were golfing with Dave, my former brother-in-law. And we were golfing with him. And I was really upset because on the bottom of my Dunlop clubs, I noticed there was a bunch of scarring. Hey, Danny, there's a bunch of scarring and scratches and big plugs out of my clubs. And I said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm livid, Barry. These cheap clubs. <laughs> These cheap clubs are about, you know, six games old or 10 games old. They were relatively new. 
and uh, I was pretty livid with Dunlop, the maker of the club, because of this junk that they send me. My brother-in-law said this, well, they'll probably just tell you to stay out of the rough. Now, the parallel to that, stay out of the rocks, stay out of the hazards, stay out, you know, how about this? Keep it in the fairway and your golf game will go much easier. Yeah. Obviously, you can tell the tie-in. And the scripture that we have is Proverbs 3, and I think it's 3 through 5. I'm sorry, 5 and 6. And, and you'll say, yeah. you'll say, this is just like the maintenance message, or this is just like <laughs> that message. But wasn't it Peter that said, I'm going to remind you yep. and remind you and remind you yep. and remind you because we're forgetful. Katrina says all the all the time, forgive us, Lord. We're just forgetful. Right. So it never uh, hurts hearing the same message just to remind you, right? So this is Solomon, the wisest man ever. Chapter 3, 5 and 7. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Not a divided heart, you know, and I think it was in Timothy, it talks about having a divided heart. You know, you can't serve two masters. Jesus said you're going to love one, hate the other. You have to trust the Lord with all of your heart. And I know that it's a process. Do not depend on your own understanding. You know, the own understanding on a golf course, Barry, I've got my way of doing things. <laughs> that I'm going to go out here and do this. Right. And when you're getting counsel going, I think that's probably the wrong club. I think that's the club that you used last time. I really think that you should, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you hit it, and you do your own thing, and the same result is the same as the last time you did the same thing. Needs you, you need to bring some different understanding into the equation, right? God's way of doing these things is not, God's ways aren't our ways. You cannot lean on your own understanding. You can't do it because the understanding that we have in and of ourselves is not adequate to stay out of the rough because we are always have a tendency to end up on the other side. Right. We have a tendency to end up where it gets complicated, where it gets rough. I know a lot of people that are Christians or presumably Christians that have had a track record of living their life in the rough and they've they've reaped what they've sown for years. And if you're honest, at some point Jesus himself said, You'll know a tree by its fruit. If you continually through Year after year, season after season of your life, bear no fruit. You really ought to take a good, hard look at yourself and ask, have I truly been born again? Have I truly been redeemed? Have I truly, have I been? Because, let's face it, guys, we all go through seasons, maybe a game or two, that your game isn't quite up to, why don't we say it, par, Part which happens. Point. It happens, <laughs> right? It just, seasons. I can think of several times over the course of the summer, I'm going, I think I'm going backwards, not forward in my golf game. But I just continued to do the correct thing. And eventually I, it, it came around in our Christian lives. I know what it's like to get off track. I know what it's like to be in the rough. I know what it's like to end up out there and not know how you ended up out there. But when you don't lean on your own understanding and you go back to the word of God, it directs your paths and you end up back on track. It's he's going to go on to say, Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And then it's incumbent on you to, to, to bring your life back in alignment with what he says. So you can go out there and you can say, um, I'm going to do it my way. God eventually will say, okay, 
Go ahead. And here's here's the danger. Here's the concern. I'm not worried about it because the Bible says don't worry about anything. But I have concern for some of my brothers and a few sisters, if I'm honest, that continually try to do these things outside the will of God, wanting it to work and wondering why the blessings that the Bible talks about, they're not privy to. Could it be that you're living your life outside the boundaries God has established? I've been there, dude. Yeah, I have been there. It's hard enough to stay in the fairway of life, paying attention and trying to do the right thing. Inevitably, you will end up in the rough. How much more difficult is it when you have no regard for what God's saying? I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm not going to listen to counsel. And I'm going to, uh, every time somebody comes in with me with a little bit of truth, um, then I'm going to rip them. You know, the Bible says if you rebuke a mocker, he'll hate you. If you rebuke or reprove a wise man, he'll love you all the more. So, Lynn, tell me the verse again. She said, don't forget verse 7. Okay, hold on a minute. <laughs> Thank you, my love. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. Wow. Oh, that's it. How about that? That's the See, that's part. why Lynn's my little buddy. Turn from evil. Turn from evil. If you find yourself, Jeff says, yes, resting in him so hard to not take back the reins, but I have to trust in him because I know he is so faithful. So true. So true. But Lynn, don't be impressed, but with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn you away from evil. I'm glad that you brought that up because that's what we have to do. When you find yourself living or a season, you're on the outside and somebody comes to you and says, hey, listen here, you're on the outside. It's a lot easier back in here. The funny thing in the game of golf, sometimes you get caught behind a tree. You have to go backward go before forward. you can go forward. That's right. So sometimes I, you know, several times when Rob and I were playing, I'm going, man, I, I'm going to chance this shot and go, there's no way that you're going to be able to hit that shot. You have to simply go backward, get back onto the fairway of life, yeah. and then you can continue to move forward to, to think that you're going to, to have the best life or the best all of the things we talked about in every brown bag by the way it's two years now barry wow it's two years year we, we're just wow. about two years just just this uh two years to think that you can do continue to live your life in the rough and not do damage and then and how about this then blame god yeah or that, expect a blessing or expect a blessing because <laughs> i like living my life on the rough i don't like it I actually hate it but i am not doing anything the bible says to do in regards to getting back into the fairway to think you're not going to get anything but what you're getting is a complete it's just dumb right you know so my suggestion is if you find yourself in the rough don't blame dunlop <coughs> don't blame the club right. how about keep your life on the fairway it'll be a lot easier for you because you're going to end up in the rough one way or another it's going to happen but when you do guess what you got a track record on how to get back I'm going to flip this thing, Barry, because I'm so hungry. Well, I was thinking the, the, fir the, oh. the first part. Uh, there we go. God's wisdom is not at war with common sense. Oh. They go together, right? Wow. And that's the fight. We want to do everything ourselves, and you see what happens when we do. Over and over, we lean on our own understanding, and we get off the path. You know, we're, there's a couple situations, like you're talking about some brothers and sisters that were... Uh, working with they're asking for godly counsel we give them godly wisdom and yet they go do their own thing and with a negative result so now it's getting worse 
And I think when, you, when you're asking for godly counsel and you get it and you still turn your back on God, what do you expect? It's just going to get worse. You can't, like you said earlier, you're not going to be blessed for the mess you created. But when you shun the evil and you start living your life like you're supposed to, the blessings come. They come quickly, too. I think a lot of times you see an instant result. Something something changes. It, it may not be financial, but it may be emotional or something that you've been praying for. But I think when you're, when you're just walking around doing your own thing, you're going to get what you're going to get. That's it. You reap what you sow. Exactly. So you get what you get. And like you said, how can you blame God when you're the one doing it? We got to try. We got to at least try because I think he blesses us if we try. He knows we're not perfect, but he wants us to lean on him and common sense to, to get through our troubles. So why would we want his help? That's that's the part that I wrestle with sometimes. It's like, why, why would we want his help? He wants to help us. Because we're flesh and blood, Barry. Yes. And, you know, we're, and I will say this too. I don't want to get all political because you know how we feel about that. Jesus is king. That's yeah. what we know. He's yeah. in complete troll, but control of this thing. But as you look at the world, and let me tell you something, guys. What's going on across the ma across the uh, the pond, so to speak, it matters. Yeah. It, it's becoming uh, more and more evident that we're in a different dispensation. We're coming down the home stretch of this. This is no time to be over in the rough. This is no time to be snubbing your nose at the things of God. This is no time to be having a secret life because there's a difference between having a private life and having a secret life. And this is no time to have a divided mind. I think the line in the sand is being drawn. Barry, you're gonna talk about the, the weeds and the terrace this I weekend, believe so, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Barry's gonna talk about the parable that Jesus told about the, the weeds and the tares. This is no time, you know, and, and eventually the sons of God, the true sons of God will be revealed. So I'm imploring you, if you're living your life on the other side of the rough and you're not in the fairway, just verse seven. Thanks for bringing that to my yeah. attention, my love. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. Yeah. Do the right thing. Love you guys. Stay blessed. Be blessed. And be looking for your redemption draws near. Yeah. Have a good weekend.